How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Dead Jester Productions podcast, episode number 203. I'm your host, Joshua J. Moskers, joined this week by special guest, YouTuber Boy Stick. Thank you for being here. Yeah, no problem, buddy. Happy to be here. Yeah, happy to have you here. Why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself, what you do, what you got going on? Uh, well, right now I am a YouTuber, as he said. I'm a commentator YouTube YouTuber that uh, just kind of picks random videos or talks about the biggest YouTube drama that's going on. And I kind of, I, I feel like over the years, my content has became more tame. If you go back to my older videos, I was way more of a savage on the content that I made fun of. Kind of calmed down nowadays, but um, I am a commentator for right now. I do have a podcast that's on hiatus. It's been on hiatus for about a year called the Honestly Lazy Podcast. And as for right now, that podcast is going to stay on hiatus. I am more focused on the commentary side of things now. I don't know what it is. They're more fun to do. And for some reason, they're less to edit. And I can't explain how the editing is easier on a commentary video than a podcast video. It's like a short form podcast almost when you think about it. Yeah, they can be. I I was really doing the research for a while there of like when I did Honestly Lazy, it started out with a buddy of mine and I trying to figure out what we were going to do content of. My buddy Craig St. Clair and I were making content and we had a few episodes and life just kind of happened. Craig had to go his own way and I had to go my own way. And yeah. like we're, it's not like we hate each other. We're, we still always stay in touch and shoot the shit. I actually work with him right now. And um, yeah, it was just like, honestly, Lazy was such a perfect name. I just always loved the name. So yeah. I I went on a good grind. I forget how many episodes I'm at. I'm at like, I think I'm at like almost 80 episodes or something like that of the podcast. Nice. I think my biggest mistake was I was focusing more on the YouTube side of it and like mm. getting views on YouTube and in all reality, as a small YouTuber I sh or a small-time podcast, I should have been focusing on the Spotify side of things and say mm. YouTube. That's where I feel like I kind of blew it. But I like, like I say, I'm not sure what to do with it yet, but I do have a channel called with the Honestly Lazy podcast on it. You can check that out. But everyone's been asking me when it's coming back out. And as of right now, it's it's on pause. Nice. Yeah, it, it happens. Like I said, this is my th fourth podcast. Like I, I have some that we did like test episodes and things like that for that. We didn't actually end up putting much forward. Um, oh, really? Yeah. But uh, yeah, we've. I think total episode counts. I'm pro like including this show. I think I've probably done like eight or nine hundred podcast episodes. Oh, crap. So You're almost at a thousand. Yeah. I mean, obviously this this show, we just broke 200. We're at 203 here. Um, how, long have but, you, how long have you been doing this show for? Uh, it'll be four years in January. Damn, so, man! Did, has the time has the time just flown for you, or what? It's it's been interesting. It's been a ton of fun. I mean, I think it, time flies. One, uh, just because of the you know I've been enjoying the content, but also just life in general has been flying along because I've been busy as shit. There's so many different things. So yeah, uh, yeah. It, I don't know. Right. I don't know how old you are. I'm 29, but I'm 28. I, okay. Yeah. I don't like the last few years for me 
post like COVID in particular, it has been like nonstop. Like I, I work, come home, I, I work on like digestive productions. I do like all the side gigs behind the scenes stuff, content creators and things like that. And then I go to bed and I get up and do it again the next day. <laughs> and yeah, it, for uh, me, for me, yeah. COVID, I was uh, one of the lucky ones. I was a factory worker during COVID. Mm. I never got shut down. I worked throughout all COVID and it was actually during COVID because you couldn't go out to bars or yeah. you couldn't do, you couldn't do jack shit. That's mm. when I think that's when I really started grinding out the podcast again. I think that's when it happened. I was living in this shithole of a house with uh, my brother and my buddy and it was just partying and, and then it was like partying and then throughout the week I would record a podcast and then, the weekend party again. It was a very messed up routine for me. Once I um, I met my now fiance, we moved. I moved very far away from that house, and that I I was really focused on that podcast. And then it was just one day I lost my motivation, and I I just disappeared. Like people were asking me like a lot of my buddies and stuff listen to podcasts and they were like like when's the next episode coming out and it was just it killed me and tell them like I, I have nothing else to talk about because I wasn't like what I where I screwed up also with the podcasting is it was only me I I always just sat it was like a Bill Burr type mm-hmm. podcast by myself podcast. talking yeah. and everyone's like it's getting old you need to get people on but I was like who am I going to have on? Like, I'm like, I met you through Reddit and I actually put my own posts out looking for people and no one messaged me. So I don't know what was up. Maybe it, it could have been a mental thing. Maybe I was just done with it. I was working a lot, but like I say, it was just the podcast had the end. So it's just nuts. Yeah, it happens. Like I said, we've, like, I, I've done a number of podcasts. A lot of times, like you mentioned, you know, your, your friend and co-host and ever going your separate ways and different having different ideas of what you wanted to do that's happened to our show here like my original co-host they're no longer here that the one lasted five episodes maybe wow and, uh, we made a running joke out of that for like the first 15 episodes where every episode we would just joke about how he died and just get more <laughs> and more like gratuitous like violence and just obscene like i don't even remember everything we said but yeah it, it got out of hand and we cut that bit off after a little while. It probably got old to the listeners. Um, but it, like my other co-host just, you know, he decided it wasn't for him anymore. And I was like, that's fine. Now I have a part-time co-host. And like I said, it is different if you have guests because it keeps things fresh. It has You have a continuous stream of different perspectives coming in as opposed to me just sitting here with my exact same ideas every week. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and that's exactly it. Everyone got sick of my opinions. And I'm like... I'm sick of my own goddamn opinions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this show is different too. Like some of our old, like our, the first podcast I did was gaming centric, like game, like video game news. Uh, so we do like seg, it'd be very like segment oriented where it's like, all right, what are we playing right now? You know, what are we looking forward to? What like news is coming out? Like it was a lot more uh, organized than, than this show. And like I said, we did, I mean, that was another like weekly show we released every Monday. And I think we did like 300 and some episodes of that. Wow. We did we did an, a side show where it was just an E3, like the Electronics Entertainment Expo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We did like a specific like 
two hour long show for that every single year where we would just do like a recap. And those were a ton of fun because I'd get a lot of we uploaded to YouTube. I think that one. I don't remember how we hosted that even, but those would get quite a few views slash listens. Yeah, uh, I I would love that. And then again, we just kind of like you were saying, we just kind of ran out of stuff to say because there's only so much you can do to make a, a conversation interesting about like, yeah, we're still playing games. Not a whole lot. Still of, like, playing World of Warcraft and RuneScape. Whatever. Yeah, it's just we we couldn't figure out ways to make it fresh anymore. Right. Ev- everyone has like video game like IGN. You know, we're competing. Essentially, we were competing with IGN, not directly. They're obviously much larger than us. But it's just, people are going to go pay attention to IGN because they have a much higher budget than us, and they oh, have of course. insider information. So it's like, of course, they're going to go to IGN rather than the two of us who are sitting there reading IGN news reports and regurgitating it. it so. It's funny that you say that because um, I forget which video I did. So like for you, obviously, when it comes to you nowadays with this podcast and stuff, how much are you focused on those views? Like, do you have to have so many views to be happy with it? Or do you just upload it? It's up. Fuck it. On to the next one. Yeah. Part of, I'll say like half and half, like half of it is I like the like regimented scheduling of it. Like it makes it so I have to keep focusing on getting a content out every week. I like having that sort of schedule. I mean, obviously the recording schedule is not every single Sunday I record. I mean, right. I've recorded uh, seven episodes in the last week because we're coming oh, up on wow. the holidays. So I want to make sure I get the content around so I don't have to panic when, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas come around and I don't have content. Yeah. So part of it is just I like having that sort of, you know, regiment and the scheduling about it. Uh, the other thing is, like I've mentioned on the show a number of times, like it's just a way for me to kind of vent and relax for roughly an hour where yeah. I just get to sit here, hang out, chat with cool people. And it's I, I mean, I've I've done it. so I've edited these so many times at this point that the editing process is also relaxing, sort of like Zen like or just go nice. in exactly like what waveforms I'm looking for to edit out and things like that. So it's, it's super simple. Yeah. Cause so. so what happened with me is, so like I said, I, I've been on and off YouTube since I was about 21 years old. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said that was, uh, if I've said that yet or that was before we started yeah. recording, but I've been on and off on YouTube on the boy stick channel since I was about 21 years old. And I forget how old I was. It was probably 23, 24. I got laid off from my job for six mm-hmm. months and I went on this like a, a a huge grind. I mean, like I was at like, I think I was at 23 subscribers and I was like, I'm going to grind this out. And all I was focused on was views and subscribers. So I was posting all over Reddit, check out my video, Twitter, wherever I could post it, I was uploading or wherever I could post it for people to see. I was like advertising the shit out of it. And it came to a point where it would take me eight hours of filming, reshooting, like audio glitches I had to fix. It was it, it turned on to a, a full-time job yeah. and and it killed it. It wasn't fun for me anymore to do the videos. <laughs> it, it turned into like me just being on YouTube, like, oh, that's a video, and I'd watch it and I'd be like, oh, fuck, I can really make fun of this and just set up the camera, you know. Let's get into it and make a video to I would be waking up 
and trying to find a video. It almost was stressful. It was like, I need to get a video out for like, I didn't even have an audience. I think I just hit a hundred subs when I turned to this point. So I don't know what happened with this year, but um, I just, I, I, the first video I came back with was this stupid, like minute long video of like, um, because I was on YouTube and there was all these videos of like how a tattoo actually feels getting. And they're like 10 minutes long to explain how a tattoo hurts. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I just got my ninth tattoo last week and nice. it, I, I just laughed because I'm like, it doesn't take 10 minutes to describe how it, how much it fucking sucks. The true answer is you're going to sit there. If you want that bad, you're going to sit there and you're going to get it done. Mm-hmm. So, I made this like minute long video, edited, put intense music on it, and I got like 80 views on it. Yeah. And um, I was like, well, that's great. And then it was when Logan Paul and KSI were doing their boxing match, and mm-hmm. you know, Dylan Dennis was going after Logan and stuff. It was, there was just so much stuff that I would be at work and I'd be like, I could talk about this. And I, I would sit there and think and think. But it was like fun again. I was like, holy shit. Like I, I'm thinking of all this stuff. I'm like, hell yeah, I want to talk about this tonight. And so the old mindset of I need to hit, hit this many views. I need to do this. I need that. I threw that out the window when I came back. And I mean, I remember ah, it was one of the ones with Logan Paul. I think it was the one where Dylan exposed his girlfriend with a video. I didn't even look at the views for about a couple days, but then I started getting emails about comments that were on the video. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, people are actually listening. And I'm a, I was at like 1K views, which isn't a lot, but I'm like, holy shit. And since, I, so when I came back, I don't know, it was probably like a month or two ago, I was at 123 subscribers. I'm already at 204 yeah. since then. And I don't do eight hours. I'll shoot like a 10 minute video, break it down. If I need to add something, I just record something quick. My process has gone quicker and I have just been having so much fun. And on top of the fact that now, like when I was doing it back then, there was no reels, there was no shorts and there was no TikTok. Mm-hmm. Now you got all those and I love making reels and shit. I find it funny <laughs> as fuck to go through your uh, six to 10 minute video. I'm like, where's the funniest part? And then break it down into a 30. I tried to do 30 second videos and it's hilarious to me. So it's like, since I was like 23, really grinding, trying to like, Oh, I always have to have a video to now where it's just like, "Ah, if I find something, I'll film it and just upload it. Not really pay attention to it. It's, it's brought back that like fun side of content creating that I, I've not had since I was like, 21 years old yeah yeah i mean i i remember i got started on youtube uh i think it was like 2007 it's been i've been doing it for a long time on various channels and i've been up you know through that cycle of like enjoying it and then being like exhausted by it back to like i'd get inspired by something like oh i could do that and i'd get back into it and i had the same thing happen uh, except on streaming, right? So I'm, I'll fast forward because people are tired of hearing me talk about it on the cha- on the show here. But like during COVID, got furloughed, was at home for from like April until November of 2020, I guess it was. And I was like, all right, well, I need something to do all day. And 
my girlfriend was working, but she was working from home. Yeah. And so she would just be out in like the living room on her laptop or whatever. And I'd be in the office here and I'd stream on Twitch for like eight or nine hours a day, every single day. And I grinded that shit out. We were killing it. We went, it took us like a week and we hit uh, a Twitch affiliate and I was like, nice. And nice. then we hit Twitch partner uh, in September. Wow. So we, like, I, I didn't even start streaming until I think the very beginning of June. So from June until I think it was actually October we hit partner. In the course of like June to October, we hit affiliate and partner on Twitch. And I was like, this is awesome. How uh, how much but, do you need to get that? Like views or followers or whatever? I forget off the top of my head. Um, Damn though. I know it's it's a uh, an amalgamation uh, of things. It's like average like viewers per stream. Uh, okay. Let's try to look it up here real quick. Uh, 1,000 followers, 25 hours broadcasted in the past 30 days. Uh, 12 unique broadcasts and 75 concurrent viewers on average. And we were well above the followers that the broadcast hours. I mean, it was, I forget, hundreds of hours because it was like eight to nine hours a day. Except for like Sundays. So, I mean, it's like 160 hours over that time period instead of over the 125 required. So did you, did you just do the, uh, like when you were playing, did you have a webcam on you or anything? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have like a professional setup here cause I, oh, I, nice. I do like marketing for a living. So like part of it is getting like B roll photos and fitted, uh, like stock footage and, uh, photos and things like that sometimes. And obviously I do the podcast. So I've had, you know, my office here is, somewhat uh soundproofed i have a window which is very difficult to soundproof i Um, know i got one of those too i do i actually i handmade like an insert that sits into the window on the uh little hooks that would hold the curtain rod so i just put it i pick it up set it in and it fits into the window and there's foam around the edges that seals it in and there's foam panels across it it's funny that you bring up the uh the It's funny you bring up the streaming part because I I I kind of wanted to do like uh, streaming, like honestly lazy. Yeah. I was like maybe I could just do a stream where it's like you know just hanging out in the more. studio, treat it like a radio show or something. So, <laughs> but I use a Canon seventy D to film my stuff, mm-hmm. and the battery doesn't last. So, what do you use for your video camera? I just have an HD webcam that just plugs in via USB. It's, it's like a, really smooth, it's, like no glitching yeah, or just, anything. No, it's four K Logitech. I don't know what the model is, but yeah, it's just a Logitech webcam. I'm going to have to get one because I've been sitting there like I could start doing that. I sit there and look at something like Barstool, how they always are always doing something. They're live streaming and they have a much higher content. budget than I do. They have a million dollar budget at least. They, oh, no, they, I'm not they, saying. Yeah, they. I mean, they probably do use DSLRs of some sort, but they just plug it in, I imagine. They just have yeah. it connected to extension cords even. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And, and that's connected. Yeah. I mean, I could. I, I have. I mean, if I turn around, I have like seven, eight cameras on the shelf behind me. No, Holy. I have a, uh, my closet behind me is all my like uh, film equipment. So I've got a couple of DSLRs in there. I've got like seven GoPros including, And then I have a couple like two or three little like cheap knockoff ones I bought that I use whenever I want to like film something that the camera's a high probability of getting ruined. 
Send me some uh, cameras, then, buddy. If you got if you got that many, come on, you can send a couple to Canada. <laughs> I I use them the the GoPros at least on a daily basis almost. Uh, oh. I, there's a company I work with that does a lot of like furniture making. They they use a uh, conversion varnish spray. This is not okay. going to be interesting to anybody, but they what happens? <laughs> is I I take these really cheap cameras. They're like I I just buy them off Amazon. It's been a while since I bought them because fortunately they haven't been ruined yet. But I think they're like fifty bucks roughly and i just take them set them down in there and they just spray over them like i, I will set the the camp the fake gopro down next to whatever it is they're spraying and they just spray over whatever the product is they're making whether it's like a table or something and did you uh, go to did you go to school for film no i'm so i i went to school for computer science and i don't use that at all <laughs> It's funny because I went to school for video production and I have mm. no work in that. I've actually been thinking about trying to get some work in it. Mm. Yeah, That's it, funny. it's interesting. Like when I first finished school, I preached to people. I'm like, school's not worth it. It's a waste of time and money. And to an, to even now, to an extent, I still kind of feel that way. But I think the best value you get out of like going to, to school is connections. Yeah. Like. I think that's where the value actually is. If you're willing to like put the effort into making those connections, whether oh, it be yeah. through the people you go to school with or internships and so on and so forth. Um, yeah. But for, for me, like I said, like I, I guess I do technically use computer science a little bit with like website design uh, and somewhat of the coding. But even then I use like chat GPT to generate lines of code. If I need to, it's Are you serious. Yeah. It's easier than me doing it myself. Oh my um, God. So like I don't use what I went to school for like really at all. Everything else is self-taught. I taught myself how to edit, you know, audio, video, uh, you know, taught myself how to do like film techniques. And by taught myself, I mean like watch YouTube, do you like, uh, I did use masterclass. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yeah. I've thought about it briefly. I forget. I don't know if I bought like a yearly subscription. I don't remember how it worked. Um, but I got a subscription for some amount of time, watched some stuff on there and I was like, okay. Hmm. And yeah, same thing with like my, my marketing, uh, skills is just self-taught and then just basically bullshitting my way into it and getting actual real world experience to fall back on then. That's fucking, you did it proper, man. You bullshit, you faked it till you made it. That's how you have to do I, it nowadays. I don't know if bullshitting my way into it is the proper way to explain it. I basically I just applied for jobs I wasn't qualified for. And when I get there, explain, yeah, I'll figure it out, essentially. Yeah. And they just, I know my manager's like, you know, I, I like that. And I was like, good, please give me money. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, that was like me for a while there. I was thinking about going back to school for radio broadcasting, but mm. my buddy, my buddy who actually has a podcast right now, Quinn Marr, he's, he just came back on a, he created this, he had this old podcast called guys being dudes. Mm. And uh, it was like, he was so into Nelk boys and all of them. He was trying to do like mm. a party podcast. Well, it, it went under, he, he shut all down. He's like, guys being dudes is officially like fucking dead yeah. so he comes back and he's now he's been interviewing like old childhood like stars and stuff he had the i don't know if you ha ever heard of this show but it was a canadian kids show the uh, big comfy couch he had the main girl mm. from there which was like everybody in canada when i was a kid fucking knew her he's been he just came back and it was like it was, it's not necessarily my cup of tea, but I listen to it and I support the fuck out of him because he 
supports the living shit out of what I do. He messages me like, keep up the grind. He's almost like my motivational speaker and yeah. pushes me to uh, keep making content when I'm like, ah, I got nothing to talk about. But um, he actually went to school for radio and he said the same thing. He's like, bro, don't go to school for radio. He's like, you have been making videos. You understand microphones. He's like, I could probably put you in front of a soundboard and you could figure it out in like 10 minutes. And, and like, like I, I've worked factories. I've done construction. That's kind of what I'm doing right now. And I'm like, yeah, that stuff, I really need someone to show me stuff. But I'm like, man, when it came to a soundboard, I'm like, you're probably right. I could figure that out in five minutes and know yeah. what everything does. That, that was part of the turnoff for me going to school was taking classes that I had no interest in and that I didn't feel had any real world value to me. Right? Yeah. Like, I get that it's useful information to an extent, like some points, but like I don't use biology ever in my day to day life. And I took women's studies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I practice women's studies. Uh, <laughs> Atta boy. Uh, but yeah, like it, like I, if I need the information, I have the internet, right? And that, that was, oh, it's, yeah. if it goes, I mean, that even goes back to high school when they tell you like, you won't have a calculator on you all the time. It's like, actually, uh, I, I will. Uh, yeah, it's so, called a phone now. Yeah. Yeah. So like stuff like that, like annoyed me to no end or it's like, I think, oh. I don't think it might just been the age difference at the time, like between like the teachers and the students when I was in high school, but it's like, man, you really don't understand like how easily it is to get just any information I need in life. Like, oh, Christ. Preventing me I, from using all the tools at my disposal is not teaching me skills. It's just hindering my ability to do this quicker. I can honestly say that like high school is a joke. You don't learn. You're right. You don't learn anything that you actually need. I had... I passed grade 12 because of an English teacher who literally was like, I didn't read a single book. I fucking hated reading books. And <laughs> I told the, I told the teachers that I'm like, I don't want to read books. I'm like, I'd rather like, I liked writing lyrics. I'm like, I'll write lyrics and hand that in if that counts. And they're like, you have to read the book. You have to do this. My grade 12 English teachers, like he passed me. Like I literally had like barely done any homework. I didn't read any of the books. And he, uh, when it came to exam time, he, he came up to me and I was the last one in the class trying to do this exam. And, you know, I was struggling I was like, man, I just fucking failed your class. I got to come back next year. He's like, write your phone number on your exam. So I did. And he mm -hmm. called me and he's like, I'm you're, you passed. He's like, I gave you a 51. He was like, I know exactly where you come from. And I know your personality. He's like, you just want to go to work. He's like, mm -hmm. and he's like, everything that I was teaching you this year, you don't need to fucking be a good worker. And all he said was, don't be an idiot with your life and go do something. Yeah. I had the opposite experience with my English teacher my senior year. I, she wanted to fail me I, because I wouldn't do a particular essay at the end of the year. There's this essay I, I had like almost a hundred percent in this class anyway. But yeah. I, I was like, I really, I, mean, I forget what the essay was even for. I, I have no memory of it. But I just remember she's like, I'm going to fail you if you don't do this. I'm like, that's not how the grade works. And I I was so mad. She called my mom and she's like, I'm going to fail him if he doesn't do this essay. I'm like, I will just hand you a blank piece of paper and say it's my essay. And you can give me a zero on it. 
and it won't affect my like my my grade really yeah uh, that's stupid i it is so frustrating. It's like, I understand like their job is to get kids through and like help them graduate because that's how the school gets funding. But this, me doing this essay had no effect on anything whatsoever. And it was the exact opposite from my one Spanish teacher. I didn't show up to the, the final because I didn't need it. I could, I could get a zero on the final and still pass the class easily enough. And she just didn't count me, count the final for me on my final grade. She's like, I've never had anyone do that. I was like, I don't need it though. She's like, I guess so. We ran, <laughs> we ran. What happened was I, I had, cause we did like, I forget. I don't know how it is for everyone, but like we have two finals a day essentially. So we had like one earlier in the morning. We took like a, I think like a 15 minute break in between maybe or something. I don't remember exactly. And then we'd have the, the second class's final. And so I had the Spanish final first. So I just didn't come into class. I didn't go into school at all. And so I showed up for my second final. And then after that one, we ran into her at the gas station. And she's like, okay, well, it's been so nice. And you know, gave me a hug and that was it. Perfectly fine. It's like, that, yeah. that's a way more reasonable approach. It's How like many I've, classes did you have in a day when you were in high school? Uh, I I think we had seven periods. It, oh it was weird God. because what would happen is our like fourth and fifth periods would overlap like the lunch like time periods. Yeah. So we would go to I, I remember my senior year or no this is my junior senior year i had chemistry and so i'd go to my chemistry class and we'd have like normally our classes were like 50 minutes we'd go right. to chemistry for 30 minutes the bell would ring we'd take a like a, a break in like five minutes in between periods and like some people would go to lunch and then we'd go back to chemistry for another like 45 minutes so it was this super long period because it was dragged out because our lunch period was first. And so like the, we'd have lunch and then both of our sections of chemistry, whereas some people would have like English go to lunch and then have another shorter period of a different class. And it was, it was just a really dumb setup. Wow. I don't know if it's different. It could just be the high, I, at my high school. Maybe it's Canada versus uh, USA mm-hmm. or something. It's not but- like that for everyone in the US. I know that for sure. Because I remember yeah. my girlfriend saying they'd have like, four classes a day that's what i had i had four yeah. you you just went to a shitty school man <laughs> holy <laughs> seven periods that, that chemistry teacher in that class uh she was only there for like two-thirds of the year she showed up that was her first year there they just hired her because the previous one had left to go somewhere else i forget so they hired her she came in and then a few months into the year she started taking time off i'm like oh that's weird and she came back and was like, oh, I have cancer. I'm like, oh, that sucks. And <laughs> Holy shit. So, so time goes by and we're like a little over halfway into the year. And she has taken a ton of time off for uh, for her treatments. Yeah. And I don't know how it works. I've never seen this happen in any other scenario. But I guess other teachers were like donating their sick time to her for her treatment because she'd used up all of her, her personal time and whatever. Oh, I, don't, I really have no I've never seen that like donation of sick time in any other scenario. I have no idea how that functions, but that's awesome. Anyway, though. It is awesome. And then it turns out that she didn't have cancer and she had court dates that she was going to instead because she had gotten fired from her previous school. Cause she was under investigation for sleeping with her student. <laughs> Dude, you had a pedophile as a teacher. So I live in central Pennsylvania. I, I, everyone knows Hershey candy, right? There's Hershey yeah. park down in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And 
she had I I don't remember how far away she was from there, but she had uh I'm getting very close to doxing this woman. I gotta watch because it's yeah, very be careful. Scary. But she had like met up with like some of her students, taking them taking them down to Hershey. I think it was the park. I don't remember. Uh, and then she brought alcohol and like got them drunk and slept with them. <laughs> and what? so she was under investigation for this. And the only reason it came out is I, I don't know who found it, but like some student had looked it up and like found like the court dockets for her. And oh my God. we pulled it up in class and told the, the teacher of that class. And she's like, that's weird. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I guess she gave that to like the principal or whatever. And, uh, the superintendent probably. And uh, I remember the one day we were leaving school and I would get picked up because I lived out in the middle of nowhere, like an hour from yeah. school. And so my mom would come in and drive us home because I couldn't drive yet at this point. And as we're leaving the parking lot, we see the teacher standing out there with the the one uh, principal and she's like crying. It's like, oh, we just watched her get fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was your fault. Was she hot at least? I, I got no, asked. Was she hot? No, she was not. That's why she no. needed the alcohol, obviously. Yeah. Oh, God, time. that's nuts, man. It, she was an interesting person. There was a whole bunch of stuff. She, like I said, she obviously she lied about the cancer and all everything like that. But she would like lie about like having like boyfriends or husband. I forget. And then the one day for I don't remember why, but she pulled up Facebook to like show us pictures of like some like science fair or something she had been to. But then it showed on Facebook that she was in a relationship with like another girl, I guess on her personal Facebook. But it, wasn't under her, it wasn't under her name. It was under like some like fake name that she had made up. And so like, <laughs> while she's like doing this, like a kid's like, Oh, look at the screen. Look, it shows her in a relationship status. <laughs> it's like, it like, we just like pulled this woman's life apart. And it's kind of like upsetting, but at the same time, it's like, Clearly, she's fucked up. She's a fucking pedophile, dude. No, mm -hmm. no, no. You did nothing yeah. wrong. No, it's just weird. Like, the whole process was bizarre. And then I remember they had, uh, there was this, I guess, student teacher is what you'd call her. She was yeah. training to be, she was in school yet, but she was trained to become the new, like, student counselor because we had two. They split it. So, like, the first half of the alphabet of students with last names wise got one student counselor and then the other half went with the other counselor. So, this this girl was in school trained to become a student counselor and they for every reason they brought her in for the remainder of like like the last like three and a half four months of the year uh not even less than that like two and a half months roughly they just had her in as a substitute teacher for our chemistry class and this <laughs> poor girl had no idea what she was doing because like she wasn't trying to be like a teacher she's a counselor and yeah. like yeah teach chemistry <laughs> just sitting there looking at the book like does anyone got the answer to the fucking question too because i don't like just looking at the back mess. of the book they had her doing her other work though still like counseling uh because the other guy was retiring so she he was just having her basically take over his work and he was just monitoring her essentially and wow so she would come rushing in like 15 minutes late every day because she'd be busy doing something else and then she'd come in we would have had we like the previous teacher that got fired. She had like tussy roll, like candies, like all sorts of like stuff stashed in her desk that was just still there. She, so this this poor woman, this poor girl would come in and there would be like tussy rolls all over the counters because we had like these big like uh, octagon tables that like chemistry yeah, yeah. tables. And so they'd be covered in like tussy rolls. I remember the one day 
these two kids were throwing around a box of tissues and the one kid threw it at the other kid's face. He ducked and it went and smashed through the cabinet window behind him. So there's like broken glass and candy all over the counter. We make no mention of it. It like this poor girl just walked into an absolute nightmare when all she wanted to do was like talk to kids about like their problems. <laughs> I didn't, I never wanted to be a teacher, man. Yeah, man. I felt like in hindsight, I feel so bad for her. But like at the time, I was just a, an obnoxious high schooler. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like a lot, like I was, um, I was a goody two shoes until mm. high school. And then I turned into the biggest shithead. And, I, I think about how I acted now and I was like, I was a fucking piece of shit, but like, I still like, I, it, the funniest thing is, so my fiance is a supply teacher mm. and, um, my old, my hometown there has a fair every year. And, um, mm. I haven't been there in years since COVID really. So <laughs> me and my brother decided, well, let's, let's go to the fair, see if we can see some old buddies and stuff. And I went into the beer garden and one of the teachers that taught me in grade nine was serving beer <laughs> at the beer garden. So, I mean, like now I have a big beard. I have tattoos. I'm like, there's no way she remembers me. But I was like, this would be awkward if I have to talk to her. So I tried to avoid her, but she ended up serving me. And the first thing <laughs> she said was, Justin, that's my name. And I was like, yeah. yeah. And she's oh, my God, I haven't seen you. We're catching up. So she's asked me what's new. So I was like, yeah, I'm like. I'm actually engaged now. And she's like, oh, I was like, yeah, to uh, to a teacher. And she was like, you fucking hated us in high school. I was like, yeah, yeah, I did. And I was like, yeah, I was like, it's amazing what life can do to you. Right. And then I was like, she actually teaches at uh, such and such school. So my uh, so the teacher's like, um, oh, really? Uh, what's her name? So I tell her her name and she's like, she's teaching my daughter right now. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I was like, like, you know, I'm from a small town. I'm about so my small town is about an hour away from Toronto, Ontario. Okay. so I mean, like it's it's like maybe 500 people. We have a crooked water tower that like (laughs) everybody comes to see. I don't know why. If you ever watch the show Shit's Creek. It's fucking in there. This crooked water tower. They just have like (laughs) B-roll shots of it. Oh my god! So it's like, like the office, like oh, watching the shots of like Scranton. People are like, oh, yeah. I want to go to Scranton. I'm like, Scranton's boring as fuck. Like, well, Orno's brought some big names to it. James Franco came and shot a movie, hmm. or uh, that mini series where uh, they assassinate JF, or they're trying to stop the assassination of JFK. Oh, that was I know what you're uh, about. yeah. A lot of that was shot in my hometown, which is Orno, Ontario. Fuck it, I'll say it because I don't even live there anymore. Um, yeah, it's actually Toronto without the T's. That was what my hometown was called. <laughs> and, um, the, there's this Netflix movie called Polar and that was all shot in Orno too. And that, and they actually like green screen. Cause the, it's supposed to be like Colorado, like a small town in Colorado. So they actually green screen, like through my main strip of the downtown, the green screen mountains all in the background and shit. <laughs> Just made me want to have mountains in my own fucking town, but I did. I don't. Fun, yeah. No, yeah. nothing that exciting where I live. It's just Amish people and Mennonites, and they're boring. I mean, um, you can watch the Amish build a farm, though. That's pretty cool. Maybe the first thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Man, like uh, I grew up, so my whole life I've grown up next to a highway until mm. now, until I moved to where I am. But where I grew up with my parents, the highway was right behind us. And then that shithole house I lived, I just moved to the other side of the highway and up the road a little bit. And I was still on the highway. Mm. Nothing really entertaining ever happened in my town, but I'm glad I grew up there. Because you could get away with anything. Like from the sounds of your small town, I'm sure you could like grab a beer and walk to your buddy's house drinking it and nobody would bug you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was the greatest part, man. Like uh, like my fiance is from Toronto. And what she did was went to concerts growing up. Like that's what her she didn't party, she went to concerts, and I was like, Oh, we're we're quite different. Cause <laughs> all I did was like we would just hang out on back roads and drink and have fires it was it was it, i had a lot of fun with my childhood everyone chirps yeah. small towns but fuck man you you i've had so much fun growing up where i did i think i'm by i i do prefer like larger more developed areas but i think i'm biased in the sense of like i lived outside of town so like i yeah I mean, now i live on the edge of a town but like i lived and it would take a little over an hour to get to the nearest grocery store like that's wow how where i lived and it's holy sucked. Cause like I, you know, as a kid, I couldn't drive. So like, I could not go to like visit friends or anything. We lived in this development for like, not when I say older people, I mean like forties to fifties and a yeah. lot of them didn't have kids. And the, the only people that had kids were like down, we lived on top of like a mountain and at the bottom of the mountain, there was a, this couple that had kids, but they were like 10 years younger than me. And wow. I, like, so I think by the time we moved, they, no, they must not be, t- it was probably like six or seven years younger than me. Because by the time we moved, I was uh, 14, 13 or 14. But they were like children. I'm like, I can't hang out with these kids. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, like, I'm a child, but I still have a radically different worldview than they do. Like, I'm here playing video games, like getting into sports and shit. And they're just playing with like their Legos and like action figures. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was it, for, for my yeah. small town skateboarding was the biggest thing that's what actually got me into film filming was skateboarding i i was a i skateboarded every day after school from four from well 12 years old to about 17 every day we'd all we'd all get together like there'd be 20 of us skating the shittiest little skate park you could ever skate but i mean black ramps had the ramp on either side and the little flat square in the center the tabletops yep we had one yeah. of those it wasn't black it was concrete the, the, uh, those black ones are the worst because if you fall on those and it's hot out it burns the shit out that, of your ass that's all i had as a kid we had a, a driveway that was a very slight angle it yep. was enough that i could get speed going down but i had a little razor scooter and i would start <laughs> in the garage and i would i would make my way in between my parents vehicles as carefully as i could and just build up speed and then I had the this like the ramp at the bottom of the the driveway, which was only like twenty feet long, maybe. Yeah. And I'm sure it was probably like three inches of air, but like as a kid, I felt like I was flying through the air. But oh, it's awesome! The and then I like slammed down the ground, and I'd be like, "Yeah!" I'd be like so fucking pumped. And in the back oh, of my Christ, mind, yeah. Uh, in the back of my mind, I was like, I could have fucking died. <laughs> Well, dude, so that's uh, actually, that's funny that you say that because I would, um, I got back into skateboarding last summer Mm. because uh, like they've built so many skate parks since. And it's, it's funny because I, I went to the local skate park and it's either guys I used to skate with who still skate 
or guys I used to skate with younger siblings are skating there. And they're all like, oh, man, I haven't seen you in so long. And I'm like, fucking who are these people? Like, holy shit. I'm like a celebrity. No, nah, I'm not a celebrity, but um, it was just nuts. And it's so true. So, like, I think back to when I skated when I was 14, 15. I used to have, like, a jersey barrier. I used to air out of and get so much air. I would, like, kick flip, like, three sets. And, like, I didn't – I wasn't that good of a skater. I did some big shit. But, I mean, I sit there and think about it now. It's like I'm scared to 50-50 a box now because what if I my board shoots down and I land on my tailbone? It's yeah. it's fucked. I used to 50-50. I, could, I like, used to be able to 5-0 every try. I'm scared shitless to do a 5-0 now. It took me like a day and a half to <laughs> manny a box. Like It's crazy. The skate scene has changed so much, though, from when I was 15, 6, or like when I was like 13, 14. Because when I was like 13, 14 – skaters did not give a fuck stay out of our fucking ways if we're trying something crazy and like if you weren't doing crazy shit no one acknowledged you so when i got back into it last year i manied a box and when i finally landed it like i'm ollied manual the whole box and land it everyone was smacking their boards on the ground clapping and shit like i just did a 360 flip <laughs> over like a triple set and i was like what the fuck i was like this was not around when i was a kid man like no one gave a fuck about this yeah i i had some skateboards but i never really got like super into it as a kid for a reason i got into snowboarding around like my when i became a teenager and then into high school and that was one like I didn't, I was never like afraid to like try shit. I was like, oh, it's snow. Even though here, like if I, maybe you've heard like the Poconos in general. In yep. Pennsylvania. Like, yeah. So like people talk about going to the Poconos and like skiing and snowboarding. It fucking sucks. It's <laughs> terrible. It like, to me, it's like the snow should be powdery, like out in Colorado. Like it's so much nicer in like even Vermont, but like Colorado is ideal. You go to the so Poconos. Crazy, yeah. And it's all, almost all like manufactured snow. They just have the snow machines. And it's yeah, it's the packed, same as where I am. It's just packed down hard as ice, which is why yeah. I broke my wrist. Oh, <laughs> I, fuck. I, I went off. So I, w- I was going off the jump and I bailed out the last minute because it was all icy. And so yeah. I didn't get much air off of it, but I just landed on solid ice, essentially fell back and got a compression fracture on my wrist. And yeah. To this day, I'm still pissed off about it. I'm like, this wouldn't have happened if you just had real fucking snow. <laughs> I'm so mad. Yeah. I've, I don't remember if they got in trouble at all, but I know they had like half pipes there that I really enjoyed. But like looking back, I'm like, that's a terrible idea. Cause like the, the half pipes there are, are like, I get that in general, half pipes are like packed down because you, you have to have the, the shape of it. Yeah. But like, it's it was just solid ice and it's just oh my god it was the worst like you couldn't so stop pretty much you couldn't dig the snowboard in the garage you stopped because it was so fucking icy you pretty skid, much i would have that problem like i would skid over the ground for a while at times because just oh, it's so slick because it's packed down just in general and then you have so many people over top of it that it just it becomes just a, like a sheet of ice as opposed to bits of snow even like i i just hated it like when we went to Colorado, I was like, oh my God, this is what it's supposed to be like. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because um I was in I actually the first time I went to the States was fucking last February, actually. Oh, okay. And fucking okay, out of everywhere that 
I could have went in the States for my first time ever. Where do you think I went? Ooh, I'm going to guess like Maine or like New Hampshire. No. Uh, <laughs> I went to Las Vegas. Oh, it's very different than I was thinking. Okay. Well, it was, it was so Vegas came along because my girlfriend and I, COVID ended. Well, my mm-hmm. fiance and I, we were just dating at this point. Yeah. We were like going to do a trip with some of my old college friends, but they couldn't do it. And we were both like, we need to get the fuck out of Canada for something. And we were watching The Hangover one day, and I jokingly said we should just go to Vegas. And she was like, do you want to? And I was like, I'll fuck. Yeah, I'll go. Why not? So we ended up in Vegas, but we did do a day. It was a 16-hour day. We we got picked up from the Vegas Strip. I saw the Colorado River from a viewpoint, which Colorado is beautiful. Holy shit. I loved it. And then um, people, it's underrated. Drove through Utah. We yeah. I think we stopped at a gas station because uh, this day. So we went to Colorado River at a viewpoint. Then we went to Antelope Canyon, if you know what that is. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where the natives actually walked us to the bottom of the canyon. And that was the um, highlight of my whole trip is being at the bottom of that canyon and experiencing how small we actually are as fucking human beings. It was <laughs> nuts. And then... And then from there, we go and we go to the Horseshoe Bend, which mm-hmm. fucking crazy. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it like because I've never really traveled, right? Yeah. So this trip, I'm like fucking Vegas. Like, first of all, I never thought the first mountains I'd ever see was in Vegas, which is hilarious. <laughs> like, I got, I got Alberta that I could go see beautiful mountains, and I'm fucking on the Vegas Strip, which, you know, you can drink on the Strip, which is awesome. So I'm sipping on a beer looking at mountains like this is crazy to think about right now and then um and then we're at horseshoe bend which is like whole like you could take a million pictures and nothing will do justice of that of how fucking big that is and how beautiful it is and then we did the grand canyon the only thing i wanted to see but was dark when we got to it was route 66 (laughs) didn't get to see it i was so pissed (laughs) we've but I've been all over the place out there. It's a great, it's a great place. Like just that, just in general, like the Colorado, like just the Rockies in general. Oh um, yeah. Like it's just, ah, oh, it makes you like, I need to get, I'm going out to Alberta. Not sure when, but it's on my uh, goals. Cause the mounds out there are fucking amazing. I would love to, in the States, I'd love to go see Arizona. I'd love to go to Nashville just because, I, I, not even for the country music nowadays. I listen to like Waylon Jennings and Johnny Cash yeah. and all those old guys. Mm-hmm. So I go to Nashville for the Johnny Cash Museum. And then I go to Texas to see what I can find out about Waylon Jennings. <laughs> yeah, I have family that live like down near Nashville, actually. So I'll probably be down there at some point in the near future. <sighs> that would be but... sweet. Are you into the, the country scene at all? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I growing up like I spent a lot of time around my grandfather growing up because my mom would be working all the time. My parents were split up. Yeah. And so my grandparents would watch me all the time. And my grandfather loves Johnny Cash. So he'd be oh, playing Johnny all- Cash all the time. I actually I got him a really old I, I bought him a record player and then I gave him uh an unopened Johnny Cash record. Uh I forget which one it was. But it might have just been like a uh like a compilation. Nice. Um, and uh 
Yeah, he was so excited about that. And then he opened it right away. I was like, all right, well. <laughs> well, I mean, Whatever. you got to listen to it. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, he was. He, I grew up listening to that. He, I mean, he all loved like all the 50s and stuff, obviously. That was his, his heyday of music. So like I have I mean, a lot of those influences and like the types of like instrumentals and stuff I like to listen to now. Oh, are you into the just instrumental type stuff right now? Sometimes. Like I don't have like a preference in, in yeah. like instrumental, but like I listen to a lot of like, hip hop and things like that. Nice. So, you listen to the old guys, Wu-Tang and Nas yeah. and all of them? Yeah. Hell yeah. Nas has been out a bunch of albums lately too. I like, saw him. I saw yeah. him in Montreal back in 2016, I think. Mm-hmm. He was at a music festival and he did all Illmatic and it was amazing. That's that's why he used to skate to was Illmatic and uh, Wu Tang uh, bring the ruckus. Mm. Like it was, I used to be the yeah, biggest hip hop fan. Yeah, I I couldn't, it, but it's like weird. I don't like anything new for anything. Country rock, like I like the old stuff. Like I think that's what happens though. Like we make fun of like our parents and shit for doing that. Where it's like, oh, the new music sucks, and it's like, I think it's just like there's a point in your life where like, this is peak. Like this is what you're super interested in. And the new stuff comes out. And you're like, this is terrible. Cause like, I'm the same exact way. I hate yeah. like, quote unquote, like modern rap. Like I hate, like, I mean, there are a lot of hate, people hate like mumble rap and things like that. I hate the mumble rap. But, yeah. It's like, there's just so much stuff. Like I've just can't stand it. Now do you listen to uh J Cole? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like him. He's, he's like the new Nas. Yeah. In my opinion. Like I don't like Drake. Kanye, Kanye's, oh yeah, (laughs) and then there's Kanye who's somehow like more racist than anybody (laughs) in the world right now, and then there's like Jay-Z who's just so rich he doesn't have to rap anymore, like J. Cole, when you look at how J. Cole is now, J. Cole had the money, and he, he just said fuck it and he went back to his roots man like that guy goes around new york just riding a pedal bike he took a break from rap music because the a scarborough like toronto there's scarborough in toronto their university wanted him to play basketball for him so he went and played basketball (laughs) while being one of the biggest rappers like i swear to god j cole doesn't get any radio play or anything but i haven't met a single person to this day who doesn't know who j cole is Mm -hmm. it's it's crazy. And that's a and that's the crazy thing about the internet nowadays is that's the new way of blowing up, you know? Yeah. Like well, even like Joe Rogan, how like three like what has he got? Three thousand episodes? He's been famous for so long. It's actually surprising. Like he was like, famous during Fear like for Fear Factor. He was a comedian. And it's like But I so never old. knew he did I, you know what? I knew him from Fear Factor and mm. News Radio. I never mm. knew for the longest time he was a stand-up comedian. Yeah. That was like the least thing that he was famous for. <laughs> and I remember I was like ah, 18 years old, and that's when he was streaming his podcast just on YouTube and then uploading it to Spotify later. Mm-hmm. And I thought there's no way. Like, how like this will never be big. It's Joe Rogan, because I thought he was kind of a mental case and here i am fucking he just made a hundred mil life's great for him i'm sitting here like well i guess anything can happen it is weird like of all people it is surprising that he's the guy that like blew up right like Like, i wouldn't i even to this day i'm like i don't get why but interesting well i mean even okay so like even look at logan paul and jake Mm -hmm. paul i mean everybody hates him 
Everybody hates him, but yeah, for some reason they have 30 million subscribers on YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like how they started. They were fucking Vine guys. Mm-hmm. And when Vine ended, and this is like as much as I hate Logan Paul's content, I don't like his personality. I, I, I his ego and shit, like all of them, their egos are through the roof. Mm-hmm. But those guys, right when Vine was ending, they went straight to YouTube. Already had their following and just kept growing. But this is where the internet's content and like get people paying attention to them in general. Yeah, very good at it. But this is where the internet is fucked nowadays. Mm -hmm. Think about think about back in the day. So what Logan Paul did in that forest? Yeah, if that was back when like the year when Kramer said the n word in the um, stand up show, Mm -hmm. Logan would be nothing right now. The internet nowadays forgets everything in a week like you just, PewDiePie, have to not, you just have to ignore the complaints and it'll go away it, the yeah. second you addressed it it's like oh this guy gave in fuck him moving on yeah it was like even okay morgan wallen morgan wallen got caught saying the n-word that should have been a fucking he should not be back on the radio but he just disappeared for a couple months and then like when he first announced his first song coming back all my instagram was everyone posting i can't wait to hear the song i'm like holy shit like cancel culture isn't doing fuck all for people like this. Yeah. I mean, people it's, keep tuning back in and be like, all right, is this going to be the apology? When is this person going to apologize? Let's keep, keep harassing them until they apologize. And it's like, all right. Meanwhile, they're sitting there like, yeah, keep harassing me. You're just bringing more attention to me. And I'm yeah. still getting news. But like, it's the same thing with uh, like sniper wolf. I don't know if you follow oh, that. She doxed um, Jack, Jack films. films. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, People are complaining or talking shit like, oh, she needs to be deplatformed and everything. Uh, it is what it is. But this is the best thing that could have possibly happened to her career. She's Christ, already yeah. she's already super famous on YouTube and all this she's on national TV. Yeah. People are talking about it. It's like everyone is gonna go and check it out and they're gonna watch her videos to see who she is and what she does. And she's gonna get so much more attention than she otherwise would have. So I mean well, like yeah, yeah, you're 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 100 right. Because when Logan Paul did that thing in the forest, I never tell. I I always say it like this now. I don't know why. I just don't like saying what actually happened. And if you don't know what happened, <laughs> if if you've been living underneath the rock, fucking Google it, and you'll find out in two seconds. But when he did that, I was hardcore into my commentary channel at this point. I was uploading a lot more, and there was people at my work. Everybody was telling me, dude, you could get so many views. You should talk about it. And I was like, I don't want to talk about it. And then everyone's like, why don't you care about views? I'm like, no, because he's going to get 10 million more subscribers. If I talk about it, if he did this now, he would get in a little bit of trouble, but everyone talking about it would get their video demonetized for mentioning it. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the world. According to YouTube's new rules. It's the dumbest thing. I know. It's like, fuck me, man. Like, yeah. And that's the scary part being a commentator right now. But I don't care because I don't have enough subscribers to even get monetized or anything. But, you know, I, I did a video. This this was an eye-opening experience for me. I did a video about um, a girl went on TikTok and said, I've been to metal shows. And she names a couple names. I guess in the metal community are like fucking not hard metal shows, right? Okay. So... I started the video with talking about that, but I was, I found a TikTok where there was a metal show 
where there's guys fucking throwing chairs and oh trash cans and it was not so i was talking about like and it's and they're doing this in a church by the way it's like what the a metal show like fucking throwing chairs and shit so i posted this video and i was like i gotta make a reel so i make a reel the girl messaged me on instagram and it was like uh, you may you used my video and all i thought was i'm fucked i'm getting sued or something but i was like i i didn't do anything so i was like i thought i was probably safe and all she said was can you just blur my face i was like i got you because apparently she was getting death threats and like she was getting like yeah right so i was like oh and right when she said that, I'm like, I fucking got you. Like, I wasn't, I was just using you for a starting point. But I wanted to talk about these guys throwing fucking, like, they left one chair in the middle and they were throwing it at each other and shit. That's why I wanted to talk about you were just a stepping stone. So I felt terrible because I was like, fuck, if that, if I brought hate onto her, it, it would kill me. And I was like, mm. and that's where I think I'm, I kind of started dialing down making fun of people i have this one video where it's a gen z girl talk have you ever heard of this new thing called time blindness i might have heard a different phrase for it where people are struggling to get to work on time so now they're asking the companies Hmm. to accommodate that their time blindness interesting so i made a whole video like you should go check it out actually because this was the yeah, this, this, Z struggle with nine to five hours. I see the video here. Yeah. So there's, so I could like me at 23 would have fucking destroyed and just chirped and chirped and chirped and made mean comments. But mm-hmm. I don't know why, maybe because I'm 28 now I'm fucking old and maybe wise, but I took the video more as a, I'm going to treat it as this girl sitting across from me. Like, mm-hmm. Throughout my whole life of construction stuff, I've woken up with so much anxiety. I don't want to go to work and shit, but I fucking put on my work boots and went anyways. My logic is if you can't get to work on time, you got to set that alarm earlier. It's not to me. It's not the company's problem that you can't get to work on time because guess what? Someone there's always going to be someone that can and it's a doggy dog world. They'll take him over you. Mm hmm. So, and it was the first video where it was like, I could have really went in and said some mean shit, but for some reason I was just like, no, no, I want to, I, I went on a different approach and the video is doing, I'm still getting comments on it. Mm-hmm. Do you so get it's old, crazy. Really old videos that you still get new comments on? Nothing. Like, <laughs> I, I have, like, it's so bizarre. Like I had uploaded like modern warfare, uh, like 2019 modern warfare oh, yeah. uh, guides to like some of the spec op stuff and to this day i'll still get like a comment or two like it's not much but like it's weird i mean this is from 2019 and like i don't know when the most recent comment was but it was recently uh like a month ago there's a month yeah. ago uh two months ago like it's like once a month and it's just i'm like this is bizarre like why it's why the- people watching this still (laughs) it's the weirdest thing that algorithm i get videos from like 12 years ago on Mm -hmm. my like recommended page and it's like why the (laughs) fuck would i care about that now (laughs) i i don't don't give two shits my recommendation page even like the ads i see in google are so beyond fucked for me because of what i do 
because like I'm on YouTube all the time researching like odd like jobs and hobbies and things because I'm working with so many different people. So yeah. like it's never anything I actually have interest in. <laughs> oh yeah. So it's like it's the weirdest shit. And then like my Google ads are just fucked because I'm I'll be searching for things or it's you know it's like computer repair technician things and it's like I what (laughs) (laughs) whatever like lumber i'm getting ads for lumber i'm like i i do not have any interest in this i i always get the bumble ads and i'm like i don't even fucking date like i'm i'm in i'm engaged and i don't fucking ah. my my ads are stupid the 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 brand one the dead just productions instagram uh it knows exactly what i'm interested in (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it. it <laughs> I'm like, okay, I, 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 Instagram is used just like for promoting the show and like contacting people. Yeah, and a lot of the people we contact on Instagram were people to model our like clothing line for us when we were doing that. Yeah, so my Instagram is just full of like quote unquote like Instagram models, and it's just Instagram model after Instagram model and like the search function. And I'm like, all right, well, I won't complain. But, That'd be awkward for your girl. Uh, I don't. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> no, just, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it, fucking funny. It's just so funny because it's like everything else is just so beyond fuck. And it's like, ah, it's a thick Latino girl. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough, Instagram. Fucking Instagram. Oh, yeah. My best ads are on Facebook because I always get uh, the ads for Amazon for Uh like uh, camera equipment and shit. Because I always just Mm -hmm. scroll through camera equipment, see what I can't afford. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, it's nuts. I was going to ask, going back to like the YouTube side of things, is there ever like a thing where like a moment or something that just inspires you to make a video? Like, is there a specific like idea that? you get in your head where you're like, I need to make a video now. Like I, I need it, to make content. It's, it's just like, it, it, that's a good one because for me, it's mostly just like when I'm just scrolling through YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram and I find that one video or I find that one story that get that. I'm like, Ooh, that's a good story. And I can talk about it. Like I have a lot, I already have ideas that I can talk about it with. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, that's where it gets me excited when I find that one video where it's just like, oh, yes, that's the perfect thing to talk about. Or it's like, like, you know, you pick the right video when you haven't filmed yet. So like you find it night before you go to work and you're just thinking about that video on loop while you're working. Mm. And you're just like, what the f-? like? And you just start randomly like, how am I going to start the video? And then you sit there and think about what they say, and then you're like, oh, I could say this about that, and like, I I, I will rehearse it on the drive home, mm-hmm. just like, what am I going to say? And then <laughs> it's nuts. Like those, when you find the perfect video, especially as a commentary channel, you yeah. get excited. And like the best, like I say, now you have these reels and stuff. You don't even have to do full video. If I just find a video where it's like, I could just say, well, this is stupid. I could just make a quick reel and get views on that. It's mm-hmm. there's so many ways to advertise yourself now and it's opening like to me it's really opening up and I'm having a hell of a time just like I I just save and like videos and go back to them it's like could I make a video about this? No, but I could probably make a short about this or 
Yeah. I can make a whole 10 minute video. It's just so many different ways that I could do it. Yeah. It, like, like I said, doing what I do for a living, I always have these like inklings of like, I really want to just go and make my own content because a, a lot of the content I'm making, like B-roll footage and stuff like that for other companies. Yeah. It does really well. And it's frustrating to know that I'm making good, like successful content for other companies where my own channel is just dead, essentially. <laughs> the only thing that goes up on our YouTube channel now is the podcast. It just automatically gets re-uploaded with like a waveform. No, yeah. And so like that's all that's been uploaded in ages. Like I've had ideas from time to time, but I just have not had the time to make them. And so that's like super frustrating to me because I've all we used to do before Dead Just Productions. I used to do a lot of like skit content where it's like minute and a half, two minute long videos where it's just goofy shit. Hell and yeah. Dead Just Productions, when we started that up, it was more gaming centric. So all of our best, like best performing content is video game related. And I was like, that's cool. I'm glad it's doing well, but fuck, like I don't want to be like locked into gaming content. And there's been other content I've wanted to make like news related, you know, like comedy style skits and things like that. But oh, the combination yeah. of not having the time to do it and like figuring out how to transition the audience is a, a nightmare. I always have. Uh, sorry, go ahead. You can finish. I was gonna say all of our best content is video game related. Like, I don't know why the Mario Party Superstars video I uploaded is like an hour long or something, and that has fifty three thousand views. Holy like, shit! The next two are like Modern Warfare videos. They twenty thousand, eighteen thousand. I know Back for Blood was the best series that we did. I uploaded ten videos. They all got like five thousand views. Oh Which yeah, is that's good great. for a channel of our size. Yeah, um, but I'm like shit. Like, I we had like other videos that we had done. I did one that was called uh, Conceal Carry Pillow. It's the stupidest fucking video I've ever made, but it you it know, got it views. Really, it it did poorly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I always have that issue where I think this video will get views, and then it doesn't. Just, then the one where I don't get views, I'm like, it got, it got 115 views. That's not like, bad. Yeah, it's not bad for what it was. It it took me no effort. I literally came home. This is at a previous job. I came home from work, filmed it while on my lunch break, edited it on my lunch break, and I went back to work. <laughs> That's awesome. But I was like, well, Let's it's, this up. <laughs> it, it's almost like with me. It was like um, my my one guy that I, that I uh, worked with there at the factory. He was telling me, he's like, what time you go to bed at night? I'm like, yeah, fucking like at 1030, man. I got work in the morning. He's like, man, if you want to make it, you got to stay up later and keep filming and shit. And I'm like, well, and that's where that's where how much it's it's like, you know, how much time do you really want to put into it? Me, I'm not staying up till fucking one in the morning making videos. I'll stay up till 1030 and I'm going to put my ass to bed. I'm up till midnight or 1 a.m. every single night. What time do you got to get up, though? I get up about 5.30. Fuck, yeah, you're <laughs> up the same time. Okay. I have three alarms. It's 5.30, 5.35, and then 5.40. And my then the first... first alarm goes off. I slap at my phone. I'm like, oh, I have it set up. Through my... I turn it on through my phone, but it's through our Amazon device. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, stop. Stop. <laughs> and it stops. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I like push the dog off my shoulder. I'm like, all right. And then I'm like half asleep still, and it goes off at the second time. I'm like, all right, stop. And then I get up. Every single morning this happens where I get up after the second alarm, get my clothes out to go get my shower and get, you know, get ready to do my workouts and everything. 
And then the third alarm goes off. I'm like, oh, God, I forgot to turn that one off. And I'm yelling at it. My girlfriend's getting mad now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for me, my first alarm's 5. I'm up by 5.30. Same thing. I got to take my dog out and let it shit and piss. Mm -hmm. Then I have a coffee, pack my lunch, and then I'm off to work. But, um, yeah, I like – I very much like my sleep throughout the week. On the weekends, I'll stay up till – I like having money more yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, but you, with your with your jobs, you could like um I'm you have a lot more jobs. Now. I'm grinding it out now so I don't have to work as much later on. That's the the plan. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's a good plan to have. For me, I, I work my Monday to Friday. I'm thinking about starting up a media like a video uh thing again, but um who knows. But for right now, I I I I am focused on money, but with with a wedding and shit, it's just more of like let's get that fucking wedding paid off and then yeah. re- restart from there. But I pride myself in ten thirty, man. There's nothing to stop me. My ass is going to fucking bed. I I hate waking up exhausted. I fucking I'm a terrible worker when I have like no sleep. So ten thirty, perfect amount of time, perfect amount of sleep to be fucking survive another day yeah i i like i said being home during covid is what set the whole thing in motion like the streaming and like dead just productions we started dead just productions in 2020 or no it would have been 2019 but 2020 is when it all kicked off because i just had so much free time to focus on it yeah streaming we're uploading to youtube i started doing like the behind the scenes work with other content creators and things like that i mean even now like I have the dead just production stuff that I, I work with other content creators, but then I I'm also on like Fiverr, Upworks, like other freelance sites where it's just under my own name. It's not even under dead just productions where, you know, I'm doing stuff related to marketing, but then sales, you know, social media management, things like that. So it's just, yeah. just grinding it out as much as possible now. And then I'm just trying my best to turn that into a full-time self-employment because I fucking hate working for other people. <laughs> well, good for you, dude. Keep it, up the fucking uh, grind then. It's nice because like, it, it does provide me with that sense of like, f- I listen, I'm going to use the term incorrectly, but like, fuck you money, you know, where yeah. it's like, all right, whatever, I have enough money, go fuck yourself sort of thing. I don't yeah. have fuck you money, but I have enough money where if they give me a problem at my, my quote unquote real job, I can just leave. Right. Like I like, Hell yeah. I like having that. I like yeah. having the money from that job more, but <laughs> you have no problem leaving at the same but time. It comes to ha- well, I, to peel back the curtain a little bit, I'm not sure how much of this I've talked about on this show, but like I had a very good paying job. I was very comfortable. I was working in, in advertising sales and I was good at it because I, I was the only person at my job that understood like digital marketing, right? They were all focused on like print sales and everything like that. I was focused on the digital side of it. And I guess I'll drop it. Like I when at my peak, I was making a little over $10,000 a month. Holy uh, shit. I had one contract alone that was bringing like 7,000 a month. So I was doing very well. And so I, I was cruising on that. And this was... I forget the exact time. I might have. I think I started the job like two years, a year or two before Digester Productions, and so like 
I just had this money and I was just sitting on it essentially. And then when COVID hit, I was at home. I was, and I was like, all right, well, I'll focus on digest productions. But I was like, at the same time, I'm like, all right, well, I don't like having bills. So I paid off my car and everything like that and focused on just making sure I had no bills. But I had this cushy job. And then I, after COVID, I went back to the same job, but I just didn't love it. I, I enjoyed being able to just focus on content creation. Yeah. And so I took the job in, you know, the marketing coordinator position that I'm in now for people. And it's still content creation, like social media management and things like that, as well as like Google ads and Facebook ads and everything related. And Hell yeah. even still, like I took a huge pay cut by doing that, but I was like, this is a lot closer to what I actually want to be doing. And it's given me a lot more connections and time to focus on all, all of my personal work. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, I'll take the pay cut, but I got to work my ass off because I don't want to just not have that income. Yeah, so for that's, sure. That's what I've been focusing on. I'm like, just keep grinding at it. little by little, keep putting less hours into the quote unquote real job and let them know, Hey, I'm not going to be here for much longer. And uh, hell yeah, that, that, I started that last February. We're coming up on a year, which is was my goal to get out and just be fully self-employed. And we're, we're close. I don't know if I'm going to hit oh, February, yeah. but mid mid 2024, we're going to got time. I've lost all track of time. Mid 2024. <laughs> I'm hoping to be fully self-employed. So we'll see how that goes. Hell yeah, buddy. That's either awesome that, for you. Either that or I'm going to be like one of those YouTubers like, I can't do it anymore. I fucking quit my job to be a streamer and you guys didn't support me. Just don't fucking do it, man. Your dreams will never work out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever see them doing that. Usually they're like, ah, uh, you guys aren't donating the $5 to me. Like they'll go fucking yeah. all the way till they're sucking dick for money before I, they start saying my, it's our fault. I say it's one of my favorite videos. I feel bad for the guy if it's real. But it's him sitting there crying because he didn't he like failed at Twitch and it's his girlfriend packing in the background and leaving while he's making the video complaining about how his dreams didn't work out. And it's like simultaneously terrible, but hilarious because like he just doesn't get it where it's like your life is falling apart around you and you're too busy focused on like your failing content creation. It's like focus on your life first. I've never heard of this video. Uh, <laughs> I need to look up this fucking I'll video. I, I'm, I'm able to find it. it. This is from like five or six years ago, maybe. I forget how long. It's old. Yeah, you gotta send me that it's, shit. But it's it, hilarious. It, it's, like I said, it's it's sad if it's real, but it's hilarious at the same time. Because it's just his girlfriend back there, like a duffel bag, just putting her shit in. He's like, I just couldn't fucking do it, man. I thought I'd do it, and it's just it's not fucking worth it. Don't do it. <laughs> Obviously, that guy didn't have to work grind. <laughs> I, I feel I like no everybody, idea. I feel like everybody can make it in some way. Like, there's got to be our ways in just YouTube paying you. Try to get a sponsorship or something. That, I think I've, I've said this before, too. Like, I feel like I have an advantage in some capacity because I work in marketing. So, yeah. like, I mean, that's that's why, like, Dead Just Productions, like, why I do, like, the behind the scenes stuff with people. Because it's like, this is literally my job. Like I, yeah. I, I mean, on our website, I have the, the basics, like check, like the, you know, social media checklist or it's like, all right, for YouTube, you know, these are the best practices, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. I'm like, these are best practices, you know, reach out if you have like other questions about more in depth stuff. But like, I know how like Google ads work in and out Facebook, same thing, you know, TikTok, not so much. Cause I don't like having Chinese malware on my, my phone. 
Yeah. <laughs> but like in general, like the, I mean, TikTok is a fad. It's, it's popular now, but it's going to be Vine at some point. Yeah, like, it's going to die. Snapchat is still popular, but it's obviously nowhere near as popular as it was. TikTok has replaced it in a big sense. Uh, but you still have Google, you still have Facebook slash Instagram. You know, it, I focus on the, those in particular because they're the main ones that all the money is being funneled through where all the potential, you know, consumers, so to speak, are at. And hmm. I'll have to yeah. hire you. You have to help <laughs> me out with my shit. I can help you out. Or- yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll chat afterwards. No worries. Yeah. But yeah, like it, I, I definitely have a one up in that regard. And I think too, people, just in general, like you have to imagine like how many millions of people have podcasts where I'm oh, sure Christ, yeah. where, where it's like just a random person sitting in their room, just chatting. They have no like digit, like a uh, computer or like audio skills. They aren't like, they aren't good at reaching out to people to get them come on the show. Maybe again, that's my job. Like I, I yeah. outreach. I'm good at connecting with businesses and handling B2B stuff. This is right up my alley. So it's like, if I need sponsors, I will just get, I will find their contact information and call them up, email them, whatever I need to do. Same thing with some guests. We had uh, Shoni Carter on the the show. What is is this? Three episodes ago. I'm I'm losing my goddamn mind here. I can't keep track of what day it is, what year it is. (laughs) Shoni Carter on. Great, great guest. He was a former UFC guy. He's a mixed martial artist. Really? That one... uh, as as of the time we're recording this podcast, it's not up yet, but that'll be coming oh, out fuck. next week. That's gonna be a, one of the video podcasts we do because it's episode two hundred. Oh so shit! You got a UFC guy for that? Fuck yeah! I highly recommend checking that one out. I'm gonna fucking guys, check that out. Even if people don't like listening to most of our episodes, that's definitely one to check out because it's it's mostly just him talking the whole time. I was very quiet because I'm just letting him talk. Very entertaining guy. Very nice guy. He's telling stories about like all of his adventures around the world and fighting and this and that and it was it's a great time we're gonna we have we're working on getting him back on the show maybe next month as well so oh so you're you're still uh in touch with him eh yeah well it's funny we had uh some technical issues my part-time co-host class could not for whatever reason we just couldn't get the call to work properly right so we're sitting there waiting and uh i'm I'm talking to show like yeah we're having trouble getting everyone in and he just FaceTimes me. I'm like, oh, this is how we're doing this now. Okay. Oh, my God. Were, <laughs> how nervous were you for that interview, though? Oh, were not, you nervous? I'm, no, not at all. I, I, I've I've, I've talked to so many people in sales and just in general for outreach. I, I've yeah. lost all semblance of, like, nervousness around talking. Well, that's good. Um, there'll be top, like, it might... It'll be awkward sometimes depending on who I'm talking to because like they'll have like a weird personality by my standards, uh, which sometimes is like off putting if they're like very uh, like nervous, like I'll try and like relax, you know, the conversation, everything. But sometimes people are just like really reserved and it makes it hard to get through. And the whole conversation is just kind of awkward, which isn't a problem either because it's entertaining to me either way. I mean, like, like. Just as long as you're good with it, like you know the the guy who's doing the interview has to be fucking chill. That's the biggest yeah. thing. Best example of that is uh, I don't remember the episode number, um, but we had a guy on the show called himself God. Uh, <gasps> we got maybe forty five seconds into the episode, 
uh, before things got off the rails and it never recovered. I asked him one question why he called himself God. He went off on a tangent. It was episode 189. He went off on a tangent. Uh, and, uh, I tried to bring it back. I don't, I have no memory of what he talked about. Tried to bring it back. I'm like, anyway, like you're kind of, you talk to like people on, on the street outside of this restaurant. I've seen a lot of videos. Like they're not random people. And I'm like, I didn't say that. And what? That episode went, was nuts. He was arguing with my co-host the entire time about whether or not the atmosphere was real. And it just, it was nonsense the entire time. But the entire time I was just sitting there like, yeah, man, I just, you know, I'm just super calm. I'm just trying to like rationally explain our side of the argument, which is the atmosphere being real, which I think is pretty reasonable. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, That was a, yeah, that was a mess of an episode, but yeah, there's, there's no scenario in which I'm going to sit here and like raise my voice and like other than like for jokes or whatever. But yeah, yeah, one, I don't enjoy raising my voice even in like, my life i just i'm very calm usually and uh yeah on the podcast in particular it's like what why the why the hell would i care yeah exactly right fucking 29 years old i'm fine in life i don't i just i don't fucking care i've got things to do with my time than sit here and argue with random people on the internet oh christ yeah i don't like i i i think it was on tiktok or it was on my short, one of my shorts or something. No, it was on Instagram. On my, one of my reels, someone commented because my Instagram is the Honestly Lazy podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, it was one of my reels. And the guy just commented like, "You know, not everybody should have a podcast." And I was like, "Oh, I got a troll." So I messaged him back, cool. And he just didn't message back, and I was like, "Well, if you're gonna start it, like, let's <laughs> let's see where you're gonna go. Don't just fucking ignore me now that I said cool. Like, I'm not. Yeah. Like, I, I don't care. Like, like the hate." messages like i did one real where it was nuganu versus uh tyson fury i did a video about it did he really lose to fury yeah yeah so i was talking about that and everybody on tiktok is saying because i said nuganu like i guess i was saying his name wrong and everyone's like man you have like one guy's like you say you have respect for the sport but you can't even say his name properly and i just messaged him back saying like fuck off i can't like i can barely read let alone like say his name and like everyone's like questioning, but I would comment back and they would like just laugh with me about it. Cause like once I realized I fucked up, I'm like, well, it's out there. I'm not taking down the video now, but you just got to well- re in and amplify. Just be, just fuck it up even worse next time on purpose. Just yeah. Say it wrong in as many different ways as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Francis but I mean, Nugandu. Oh, maybe don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Nugandu. I didn't yeah. say, I didn't, maybe I, I don't know, but it, I didn't Nugano, say the N word. Francis Naganao. Yeah, just anything ah. you can to, to fuck it up. And just anytime someone tries to correct you, be like, I'm pretty sure I said it correct. <laughs> right every single time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, the content, it'll be interesting to see where the Boys Stick channel goes from here. In all honesty, what I'd probably do from here on out with Honestly Lazy is try to make it into a media company where it's like boy sick is commentary, but like Honestly Lazy could be like like uh, my, one of my things I want to do is something called like the Passion Project. I don't have a name for it yet, but where I go out and like interview people. So my main thing is like tattoo artists, mm-hmm. like go into their shops, film them, do an interview like podcasters but i actually go to their house and like film and like create like a little like 
mini doc show or something. You know I what I mean? A similar uh, like idea at one point. And I tried to like finding people in my area and it did not go well. I had some people <laughs> like, they'd be like upset that I'd ask. Cause like we have a nearby, like a, a pub nearby. Like yeah. they, they do like all, they brew a bunch of their own stuff and everything. It's really oh, cool. craft brewery place. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'd reach out to them. I was like, Oh, can I come over? And Originally, the idea was we were just going to film a podcast. My This was back when I had my original co-host. And we were just going to film on a podcast episode in person there. Uh, just They have like an upstairs area that they use for events. I'm like, surely there's a day that you don't have an event scheduled where you can just come and chill up there for like an hour and a half, two hours, and just shoot the shit. And if you guys want, you can come on. We'll interview you, talk about your place and everything, just get you some extra exposure. And they're like... I'm sorry. Like, we're not interested in letting you film in our establishment. I'm like, I feel like you're really glossing over what I'm offering, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. Fuck them. They don't pay their bills anyway. Uh, we had uh, sold them some advertising and uh, they didn't pay. And so they got sent to collections. So they're having fun. Dealing oh, with shit. Ooh, yeah. sent to collections is always fun. Yeah, yeah. like... Luckily for me, so to start this project, there's already like a tattoo artist that wanted me to interview him. So I was like, well, we won't do a podcast. I'm like, let's let me come in for a day. You know, we'll we'll wait till it's closed or before it opens. I'll mic you up. I'll go out, get a Zoom recorder, get a lav mic and we'll set you up. We'll film like an hour long interview. And then like if you have someone come in. I'll film some B-roll of you tattooing him and then take your apprentice, sit him down, have him talk about you. And then like even the apprentice, he's fucking tattooed me three times. So I'm sure in like the last time he like he was one who tattooed me last week. We we were shooting a shit. It was awesome. We were talking about the Fury fight. We were talking like Vegas because he's been there, too. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, fuck, like, I think I could actually get this going. I also got a buddy who's in voice acting that I'm sure he would be like, hell yeah. Like, I feel like I could get away with it, but I only have so many people. And that's like, oh, shit. Now what do I do? Maybe I'd message Logan Paul and be like, yo, I'll fly out to wherever. He doesn't even live in the States anymore. I don't even think. <laughs> fuck. I, no he's in, I think he's in Puerto Rico right now. Hmm. But no I mean. Yeah, but fuck. yeah, like might as well just reach out. Worst he can do is not respond or say no. Which yeah, is good. right. I feel like there's so many scenarios. It goes back to like having the skills that I do from my my normal jobs, and that like some people lack. Like people are just afraid to reach out to people. They're like, oh, oh I like, am. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because like in my mind, it's like yeah, they'll either most likely they just won't respond or they'll just say no. But yeah, like, there's no real negative to having people like shoot you down same thing with like dating like i, I mean i haven't dated anyone like my girlfriend and i've been together for six years so yeah like, i have no experience with like dating apps and shit like that like tinder i don't know when tinder got popular but like i had no experience with it. i've never used a dating app in my life and it is <laughs> hilarious to me because like I, I used to work for a college and it would be funny like going into town and it's like all these college kids in like the bar and I would just be talking to people and they'd be like confused by that and like weirded out. Meanwhile, they're like on dating apps trying to match with people while they're in the bar. I'm like, you know, you could just talk to the people around you, right? Oh, Christ, man. That was the funniest thing. When I was in college, 
Mm-hmm. It was like all my boys would be like, yeah, man, we're going to like, I'm going to try to get a girl tonight and shit. And then I'd be like, cool. I'm focused on getting as fucked up as possible <laughs> on booze. And I would always get a girl and they never would because I feel like I really feel like girls can sense when you're really trying and you're just trying to get laid. And because I never put out that vibe of, I just want to fuck you mm-hmm. girls. Like I would just start talking to a girl and I just like, like fucking one girl. I talked about the Dale Earnhardt crash, like mm-hmm. the, the one that killed him. And I was like, woke up more like, why the fuck are we talking about that? But that the girl <laughs> would not like leave my side. I got to the point where I was trying to leave her and she was following me everywhere. And I was like, Oh fuck what I get myself into. Yeah. It, it's weird. Like, watching people that are like in that like early twenties range now and just be like watching their social skills like decline in certain areas. Oh, it's it's terrible. Like they're way better than me at like messaging like back and forth. Like just their networking as far as like social media goes is definitely better than me in like a non-professional manner. Yeah, for sure. Their in-person social skills are embarrassingly bad. Like I've, my girl, like my girlfriend's brother and like his ex fiance, whatever, like they're, I consider them socially retarded. My sister, <laughs> an even, my sister's an even better example where it's oh like, my God. she has absolutely zero. So she doesn't know how to talk to people like in public. Like, she would, if you asked her to, she wouldn't be able to go up to a stranger and like say anything to him, even at like a restaurant. Like she can't go up to like a server and ask for directions like the bathroom or anything. I'm oh like, my God. I'm like Jesus Christ! Like you're just talking to another human being. It's not like you're you're not under threat of violence. It's fine. Oh, that's the funniest thing I've seen. Like I'm very sociable. Like uh, in in my relationship with my fiance, like she she likes being to herself when we're out in public and stuff. If mm-hmm. I get bored, I start talking to people. And uh, like we've been in lineups for concerts before, and I've made friends with the people in front of us. We've just gone out for like dinner or something i'll make friends wherever if i get bored i fucking just start shooting the shit with people i like talking to people and hearing their stories though let's think i'm actually very reserved in public like i don't i'm not i'm not reserved i'm just not outgoing i'm just neutral i guess you could say or if people start talking to me i'm fine to have conversations but i'm not the person looking to have conversations like i'm not going up to people and initiating it yeah. That being said, I usually just don't have time to stop and talk to people. Uh, You're always running office, around. The, the one office building I, I go to a lot for work, there's another office there with, uh, I don't even know what they do, to be honest, but they're constantly in and out of the elevator taking smoke breaks. And I just, I've gotten to the point where I know, I know of them, like who they are at least. And so- yeah. I'm just like, all right, I'll just roll with my own jokes. And they're like 50s maybe. And uh, it's funny, like I'll just be coming in and be like brushing myself off from having been outside or like down in the one workshop taking photos and videos. And yeah. like, oh, would you get over here? I'm like, I'm just getting the blood off before I go back inside and like things like that. And yeah. I get like put off by my my humor. And I'm like, all right, this is why I like don't talk to strangers because I'm the dangerous person in this conversationally at least but like i i i feel like my problem with like small talk with people is that i make no attempt to like adapt to their like conversational style 
Whereas on the podcast here, like I try my best to like match the other person's energy and level of, you know, involvement as far as like specifics. Like if we're talking politics or whatever, I'll be more informative on it as opposed to like, you know, talking about video games. I'm like, yeah, this game's fucking great or whatever. Like I just try and match the other person's level of involvement and energy and enthusiasm. But in public, it's like you're going to deal with me. That's just how it is. Well, in, in on your side too, you did what'd you say? You did seven interviews already this week, dude. I wouldn't want to yeah, go out and talk to fucking anybody after I, that. I, Fuck, I just man. Hate small talk, like it's the it's the wor- most worthless thing to me. Cause like people come up and be like, "Oh, nice day." I'm like, "What? The f- okay, fuck like, off." <laughs> how am I supposed to respond? Like, I have nothing to say to you. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. I'm inside. Clearly, we're in an elevator. Like, I'm I, not, I hate that so much when people try and make small talk with me in, in the most boring way. I'm like, please just come up with anything other than how nice day or how the weather is, anything at all, and I'll engage you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it's oh god, it's so annoying to me. Yeah, it's, and like I said, every single time it's like the same thing where they're like, oh, how's your, you know, you do you running down there to get photos? Like, you know I am because that's my job. <laughs> no, no, I'm actually going down to, uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything else. I'm just trying to work off the meth, you know? Yeah. Like, Withdrawn. Yeah, I got the shakes, man. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. I, I hate that. So usually, like, if I see somebody, like, getting into the elevator, I'm like, all right, I'll let them go in. I'll go to, like, the vending machine and get a snack or something and then hop in the elevator. I'm like, all right, good. Now I can just... <laughs> Power up my way to the office, put my headphones in and get back to work. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> it is it's a rough life. life, man. It's a rough life. It's a rough life. But then I, you know, three o'clock rolls around. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm booking it home. Got work to do. Yeah. You got to yeah. talk to the, the famous boy stick from fucking YouTube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It, it's interesting. Like it is different. Like I, I've mentioned it a ton of times on the podcast where it's like one of the main reasons we do audio only podcasts most of the time is because it's easier for people to get into that might be like camera shy and whatnot. Yeah. Obviously obviously you make YouTube content showing your face. So it's different, but like there's a lot of people that are just like incredibly nervous about putting their face on the internet. And to an extent, I get it. The internet's a very like up and down place where it's like, you never know people. If people have a problem with you, they'll let you know about it. And they don't care if it makes you feel like shit. So, like, I get why people wouldn't want to show their face a lot of times. But yeah, that was a again, that was the biggest thing for me when I started YouTube was getting used to being in front of a camera. Well, now, I'm so used to it now, but I used yeah. to like whisper because I didn't <laughs> want everyone in the house to hear me. Now I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I don't care. I'm I'm <laughs> talking. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, like, when I was a teenager making content. It was one thing. I, I was never shy about it either. But like now, like back then, I would like keep my door closed and like locked or whatever because I didn't want people walking in on me making content because I'd freak out and be like, you're ruining it. Nowadays, yeah. like I have a fucking sign on the door says on air and it blinks. It's like, leave me alone. <laughs> That's sweet, though. <laughs> my girlfriend bought that for me, actually. Oh, fuck. So. Yeah, I think my fiance is trying to get me one of those, but I got nowhere to put it right now. But once I do. I'm getting one. Yeah. Like I said, we're, 
I'm probably going to move. We're looking at like North Carolina, maybe sometime next year. Nice. When we move down there, like some of the houses we're looking at, like just in general, like layouts wise, I'm like, I will either have a completely finished basement with like, you know, a, a home gym and then like an office area or just one of the spare bedrooms, sort of like we have here, a spare bedroom. And I would just turn that into my office. But like, I need to have like a whole area just for the office and like filming and stuff. Of course you do. And yeah, I can't have it be like when I was a kid, it's like, all right, my bedroom is where my desk is as well. And it's just shit. The whole setup is just absolute dog shit. Yeah. (laughs) Set my off. I remember like in the early days before I had like a capture card setting up, I had my office chair, my toolbox, and then a couple other books and boxes. And I'd set the camera on top of that pile. So it was perfectly level with the TV and I'd film the TV that way. Oh, fuck get, yeah. like, gameplay recordings that's awesome though and nowadays i turn on the computer and it's just good to go <laughs> yeah oh man so I know, I know you mentioned like doing like the documentary style stuff like tattoo arts and everything was there any like specific type of content you wish you could make that maybe you don't have like the necessary tools or skills or something for that you'd be interested in getting into Mm, that's a good question actually is there anything that um uh for right now i'm pretty content the only thing i wish i had is like a gimbal that's about it but um you know uh if i wanted to do skits i would have to have friends that actually want to be in them I feel like I would love to try doing some vlogs from time to time, but I'm comfortable with just me going to Toronto, filming Toronto for a bit where it's just me. That would be fine too. Uh, yeah. For right now, tool wise and stuff, uh, you can you can use anything nowadays. Like I could fucking like the, the cameras on cell phones alone are almost as good as DSLRs and you can buy a lavalier mic to hook up to your phone and make it sound as professional as a shotgun mic. I was going to say, even the attachments for like the phone cameras and stuff can make them, if not better than basic DSLRs. Oh, Christ. Yeah. The only thing if like in the future, if I was going to take honestly lazy into a media type thing, Mm-hmm. Is just have an office. Like I always have this idea where honestly Z is like an office building where there's one room mm-hmm. for just like live stream podcasting. Then I have my own like office where I film my commentary and then there's like mm-hmm. a meeting room. But mm-hmm. I also, because I'm such a music junkie, <laughs> a really uh, a fucking thing that I'd love to do is open up like just a little bar, like a tiny, tiny bar mm-hmm. where it's um we have a little stage and it's like two floors so the upstairs floor would be like a podcast room mm-hmm. and i would bring in musicians we would do a sound check bring them up do a quick interview and then they'd come down to a show that night for how many what, whatever many people yeah. and there'd be a little bar for them to have drinks at and shit i I'd, I'd consider buying like office space that we were going to do like production work out of but where I live, yeah. like, rent is so high. Like I, I forget Dude. It, was, it was like $1,500 to $1,800 a month for like the smallest fucking spaces. 
I was like, this is not worth the investment. <laughs> you should look into can- like look in Ontario right now, like uh, how much look rent is for place. us. Yeah, <laughs> we are getting we are getting murdered in rent right now. It's fucking terrible. I'm paying pretty much a mortgage to for fucking rent. It's, it's insane. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, you go try to get a mortgage, and they stress control your fucking money, and you can't get a mortgage. It's like I've been paying a mortgage for fucking five years. I I was wondering why. I was like, this. I was like, what are all these like palm trees? It pulled up Ontario, California, which is like, <laughs> of, like Los Angeles. I was like, this does not look like Canada at all. Yeah, a palm tree in Canada would be pretty fucking funny. Yeah, it. Uh, this is Ontario. This is seventeen hundred fifty dollars. Good grief! Yep, and that's Canadian dollar dues. Yeah, I, I two conversion is at this point. It's been so many years two, since I've been to Canada. Like, uh, I, like I used to rent a house for pretty much that seventeen hundred. Now houses are going for twenty five hundred. Mm-hmm. It's fucking disgusting. Oh, Canadian dollar is worth point seven three United States dollars. Interesting. So. Yeah, I mean, we fucking we suck right now. That's Canada's like a joke. about thirteen hundred United States dollars, which is still expensive for rent a month. Oh, crazy! Yeah, but you guys' houses are going for what three hundred k to buy a house. That, it depends where you live. Yeah, like yeah, a lot of them are super. I know a number of people I I work with are like that, where they're struggling to like find places. Like my one coworker, I mean, he and his wife combined are making a enough like one hundred fifty k, like. But they couldn't buy a house. I mean, that's combined income. They couldn't buy a house because, like, the down payment was so much. The inter- the the rate was so much. Uh, like the interest rates and everything like that. He's like, I literally can't afford the mortgage on the house. Yeah, and uh, so they're like stuck renting. Oh man, that's going to happen in Canada soon. Yeah, well, I don't, like some of the house, like houses around here, like almost doubled in in price. And it went from the thing where you could like, like I'll make up a number. Like, let's say a house was uh, listed at $300,000, you know, right. before like COVID and everything like that, you'd put in an offer like, oh, let's do 285, 290. And people might be like, oh, okay, I'll take that. I'm struggling to sell the house. But now, you know, part of it is like people are trying to buy the houses. Like you can't put in an offer under that amount. You're having to go yeah. 305, 15, 320,000 even to even. Yeah, you have to go up. It. It doesn't help. I don't know what it's like in Canada, but like there's been a huge influx of like Chinese companies buying up swaths of land and and housing yep. developments. And it's like, why are we letting a foreign country buy up our country? Oh, <laughs> like, dude. We, right. It's nuts. It's like we're throwing away the future for our own citizens just so a foreign company can can buy it up what, a foreign country. I'm like, this is insane. It's the world we live in, buddy. It's all about money. One of my friends lives outside of Atlanta and he's like, yeah, like I forget how many he's like, there's like five or six developments in his area immediately that are all owned by like some Chinese company. And so like this huge area around the out, like where he lives is just all owned by one company and you can't buy the houses. You have to rent it. And it's like 2000, some dollars a month. And he's like, it's ridiculous. He's like, you, he's like, you can't afford to move because it's expensive everywhere else, but you're stuck. Stay. You're like, you can't afford to stay here either because it's too expensive. So these people are like struggling to do anything. 
It's a fucking yeah. joke. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. briefly, and I know we're almost two hours here. My girlfriend's home. She's going to want dinner. <laughs> but <laughs> like, I asked you about like, what are the things you like wanted to make? We had done, I did like a test recording for like a news show. I was going to do similar to the podcast, but it was going to yeah. be like, a, like news, but was like a more laid back comedic style to it. I was going to yeah. do, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do a, a podcast for it or just make it into like a 20 minute long, like YouTube video every week, maybe. And I never realized like how much time that would require. I did two test episodes and it was like 15 hours of research each episode. <laughs> Oh Christ! Yeah, I was like, I remember like someone messaged me a while like a while back, and uh, they're just like, "Oh, what happened to this?" I'm like, I literally do not have the time to do the research required for this show. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, it's so much work. Like, um, I was going to do the same thing. I, mm-hmm. I've thought about doing like that type of stuff. You have to hire somebody as a full time if you want to do your own work. You have to hire someone to do the research for you. It's fucking nuts. It was insane because like part of it is like one doing the research and like getting all of the information. But then on top of that, then it's like, all right, well, now I have to write the episode. And it's like it takes like you might think of like an episode of like just any TV show and think like how much dialogue is going into it. Yeah, that alone takes a lot of time. But like I'm having to take the information, make it concise and easy to like understand and digest and then write it in a way that's entertaining and funny i'm like it is it takes so long it's like one 20 minute episode would take me like 20 hours to make it i'm like i'm like this just i enjoyed it but like man it's too much work for no payoff like it just especially especially like at the time i was like oh my god i i can't (laughs) yeah that's actually here's the uh Funny say you write your scripts for boy stick. I don't write any scripts yeah. for any of my videos. I just start watching the video and make points. I'm very on the fly. I hate writing scripts. In, th- in this case, I have to almost because like I'm trying to push on like the inf- like this would have been like actual news where it's like you know for instance like right now I'd I'd probably be doing an episode on like what's going on with like Israel and Palestine or whatever like. I'd have to bring like actual like data points and things like that. It'd be a lot more information focused. Uh, yeah. So like I'm having to like write the script. So to make sure like I'm getting the information across, if I try and riff for 20 minutes on that, I'm going to make a freaking mess of it. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess for news, it does make more sense, but for my type of videos, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know the last time I wrote a script. Yeah. I think too, like you're doing more reactionary as opposed to passing on information. Yeah. I, you are, yeah I, obviously you are doing like information of like, this is what's going on. I know you did one on, uh, what's her name with the alcohol, uh, Amaranth. Oh so, shit. Yeah. I like, forgot about that video. Was like post a video on your channel. Amaranth, like, yeah. yeah. Like obviously it's like a news topic to an extent, but it's like your reaction to it. So like, like it's gross. Who the fuck does? It's very. Uh, yeah, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. She, I know, because I watched that video because it was the the pinned one on your your channel, and you mentioned like a girl like selling her farts. Remember? I'm pretty sure she did that as well. I think she did that oh. and bath water. 
I remember no, Bathwater was Belle Delph- Delphine. That fucking you, chick. No, I, I, I am aware of that. I think Amaranth yeah. did that too, though. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Amaranth so, like, sold her farts? I'm almost positive. Because I remember oh, that okay. coming up. Because I, I, one of the, the channels I would listen to throughout the day, like every week, they mentioned that as a story, the new like beer thing. And they mentioned that she had done the like the farts in the jar thing as well. She wasn't oh, obviously shit. the one that like went to the hospital or whatever. I'm almost <laughs> positive she did that. And like, I don't know if it was bathwater or she, because she got like she blew up on Twitch uh, for doing the like uh, quote unquote hot tub streams. I think it might have been yeah. hot tub water or something. So oh like, yeah, no no, she was the hot tub water girl. Yeah. Oh. Ew, dude. Ugh, I don't even want to live on this planet. Like the future of humanity, where this is where like things are going, like how people make money online. Fuck, dude. It's it's a joke. I mean, honestly, like, good on her for like making her money. But man, these people are like the lowest of the low. <laughs> well, it's like I said in the video. It's like are some people just gonna buy it just to put on a wall to show off? Which, if you're one of those people, you're still fucked up. It's, but it's so weird. Who, who are who are who are going to be people who buy it to actually drink it? It was funny because I posted that video. And my buddy messaged me. He's like, "You'd probably drink it," and I was like, "I mean, if it was given to me, I'd take a sip to see what it tasted like and probably no throw chance. up everything in my yeah. stomach." It's absolutely but. no chance. Well, there's no chance I'd buy it to begin with. But yeah, <laughs> oh my god, it's so gross. Oh my god, uh, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. It is. I, I want to know, like, the people who are, like, legitimately buying this because they're so excited to drink it. Like, same thing with, like, the people that buy, like, the bath water and stuff. Like, I'm, I'm always curious, like, where are they in life that this is what they're doing, like, buying this stuff? You know what I think it is? I think it's actually some of the richest people. I think it's rich people because, like, they have the that, that uh, because when you get that rich, you can buy anything you want. So you can buy pussy. You can bang the hottest girls and all that type of stuff. You lose that rush. Hmm. So they would, I could definitely see the rich people buying, you know, the used underwear, bath water, beer, like just because that's like, well, no one else will have this. I'm going to be unique for this. See, the rich person always has to be unique in life. And, in my experience with talking to rich people, they're the most boring people in the world because all they talk about is what they spent their money on. And I give zero fucks on what you're spending your money on. There's that. I think I do think a lot of people that are like wealthy, wealthy, like they just hoard money. And to them, they get enjoyment out of making money, not like yeah. fancy, expensive things. But like some yeah. of the people I work with, like a couple of the business owners that I work with. Like that's basically their hobby is like, oh, how do we make money? What's what's a new business we can get into that could make money? And to me, I'm like, they're like, if you're if they're happy, good on them. That's fine. But like, it's the weirdest thing to me that instead of like enjoying life, they're just like making a numbers game out of it and like playing with other people's like lives and income. Oh, it's, it's disgusting. It's the weirdest like narcissistic thing I've ever seen. Oh fuck yeah! I can't I can't <laughs> stand I can't stand rich people. <laughs> I'll stay broke forever. I mean, Logan Paul. Logan Paul would be drinking Amaranth's fucking beer. <laughs> I I say that like I agree. Where it's like I it I think it's not that I, I like I hate people that are like that. It's I hate that like they could be doing something productive with their time and money that they're not yeah. using. Instead, exactly. Like, How do I just make more money and hoard it 
in a way that other people suffer. <laughs> <laughs> That's so it's it's so fucked up, but it's true. Do you remember like Wall Street? Do you remember I forget what it was, why they're protesting, but like during like the like the stock market crash, how those people on Wall Street were up like on the balcony drinking wine and like making fun of the people down below while they're yeah. the protesting because they couldn't afford to live. Like that's like the <laughs> yeah. prime example of like something bad needs to happen to some people. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Something has to happen to for the YouTubers, I feel like all they have to do is lose. Mm. Lose a boxing match. And their egos are like KSI acted like a bitch, and that that brought me lots of joy. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I mean like Logan and Jake, well, more Logan really because of that crypto scam he had and shit. That yeah, motherfucker needs to pay. It's such a scummy thing. Like, oh, it, fu- he's a scumbag. I don't like go back to what you said before about like not liking him or his personality, or whatever. It's like I totally agree. Like if he hadn't done anything to like actively like screw people over, I I wouldn't like him just because of who he is and like his content wise and his personality. But I right. wouldn't sit here and like actively hate him for no reason. I'd just be like, not for me. But like it's when yeah. these people are like toxic people and then also actively fucking people over. I'm like, I I really that's when I have a problem with it. And then they sit there and say, I did nothing wrong. What do yeah. you mean? I didn't I'm do sorry you guys didn't understand that I was fucking you over. Yeah, it, that's when he, I crossed the fucking it's line. Like as the, much as... What's the guy's as, name? Uh, speed? I show Speed? Yeah. Same thing. Fuck that like, guy. And he's like 19 or 20 or something. He's. I saw him. I'm big into like soccer. And I, I saw yeah. the, the Ballon d'Or awards. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I, oh, this guy's everywhere, and I fucking hate him. He's so obnoxious, and he's well, he did the same thing. He fucked over people that were like getting merch and stuff like that. And he was he I, this. I was gonna ask you this too about like he did the whole like copyright claim uh, abuse on YouTube. Yeah, and it's it's so obnoxious. I don't. I hate these people who do the copyright strikes, especially like remember when PewDiePie, he got copy striked by Alinity yeah, because he said Twitch or stream thoughts or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what? Like it, to these people, you are a fucking celebrity. You have to deal with this. So probably, I, I, I got blocked by this guy on Twitter, Dean Blundell. I said one thing. He's an internet troll. Or he claims to be an internet troll. Yeah. I said one fucking thing to him on one of his posts and I got blocked. And all I think is, well, if you're going to be an internet troll, don't block me. You're a bitch at that point. If you if you can dish it out, but you can't take it, you're a pussy. And I give zero fucks about you at that point. It It's ridiculous. Like these people, like, I don't know how they're trying to be like professional, like YouTubers and things like that. And they have the thinnest skin in the world. Oh it's Christ! Because like, they have a bunch of yes men. They're so mm-hmm. young. Yeah, they get rid of their true friends who are actually looking out for them and saying, "Don't do this, you fucking moron." Mm-hmm. And they go for these goddamn yes men that pat them on the back for every little thing they do, and they start thinking they're the greatest. Yeah, yeah. They don't I mean, challenge themselves. You said, "Do you remember?" I don't know how if you were ever into like Call of Duty commentators, like extras. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. No, no, I never he was, watched. He was a young guy. He got super famous at like fifteen or sixteen years old, making a bunch of money from YouTube, 
I mean, a lot of money for the time. Yeah. And he got, he got really famous. He did a lot of like social media marketing and stuff like that. He was, I think Justin Bieber's social media marketing guy at one point. Holy a bunch of money, but he got like, it's like the same scenario where it's like, he just had no one around him to tell him to like, calm down, like get your shit in order. So he got like addicted to like drugs and shit. And I remember there was a podcast he was on where he was like, I'm going to make a pill that makes you live forever. I'm going to do like all these bionic implants. I'm going to solve like world hunger. I'm going to become the world's like first, like I forget exactly. So he's like, I'm going to become the world's like first trillionaire. I'm going to give away like 99% of my wealth. Like I'm going to save the world essentially. And it's like, this is a kid that like he got famous and lost it all before he turned like 21 essentially. And it's like, like the same with like uh, Boozy Tube. That sounds super was, familiar. I can't think. Fuzzy Tubes. I did a video on him, and it was about the. Uh, he fucking called the cops on himself and started yelling at the cops. He I, said I he had someone. This is. Yeah. Okay, I know exactly. I I I know who it is after seeing him. Yeah, he, like you know, it's like. It's such a cancerous thing that can happen to you. You can be the most talented guy. Mm-hmm. You get famous, and then you just get into the drugs and fucking. Yeah, uh, it's just like you have to. That's the shittiest thing about YouTube. Once you start getting famous, you have to always be on it because mm-hmm. you can be gone like that, and you can lose your views like that. It's fucking terrifying to think about. I just watched the documentary on uh, Boogie Two Nine Eight Eight. Now he's like, oh yeah. Watching, he like talks about. He's like, yeah, I spent two hundred thousand dollars on prostitutes. Like, Jesus Christ, you could have paid your house off, you fucking idiot. Yeah, but who like they don't care, man. Fuck, it's sad. I got what's that documentary? You gotta send me that. Uh, yeah, I could. It's it's easy enough. I'll 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 get you the link for it. Yeah, Yeah. it's like an hour long, maybe, but it's like an actually like professionally made documentary by uh, Mike Clum Clum. I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. It yeah. It's it's super interesting. It's super well done. Uh, but yeah, it's like you see it so often with these people, especially like the early YouTube guys where it's they get famous, quote unquote, famous doing it. And they have no idea how to like manage their careers or their money. So like I know yeah. so many of those older YouTube guys that would go out and buy like super like exotic sports cars and shit. And then, you know, a year later, their YouTube channels falling off because they don't know how to keep up with trends and stay you know, famous. And so like now they, they have to trade in their car cause they can't afford the payment on it anymore. They have to sell their house and move back into a shitty apartment cause they can't keep up with the mortgage payment. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's fucking it's, crazy. Yeah. It's, it's a mess, which is a, uh, why I, I don't care if I get famous doing podcasting or YouTube or anything like that. I just work, work hard, manage my money. Yeah. And don't waste it on stupid shit. Exactly. <laughs> We hoard it and then we reinvest it into food that I eat. And then <laughs> like some of it goes back into like keeping up like the podcast and like managing my actual like equipment that I use. So yeah, we'll we're going to start my separate. I might get into like 3D printing as a business. So I got, nice. I got a 3D printer two months ago now that I've been. Hell yeah. It is a wildly different skill set that I'm used to using. Cause like I'm having to like figure out how to do like 3d modeling and stuff like that. Yeah, it's <laughs> and, something uh, new though. It keeps you motivated. Yeah. So it's a, it's a whole thing. So we'll see how that goes, but yeah, yeah just keeping things fresh and 
constantly like working to like improve your skill set and keeping up with like trends and things like that is paramount to like maintaining success on yeah for sure anything, let alone like as like a social media person content creator yeah but i don't know we'll see we'll see like i said i I wish I could do more with like my YouTube channel and things like that, but it, it doesn't make sense for me like career wise to do that because the money yeah, is sure. not there and I'd rather be stable financially than have a steady growth of viewers that I'm not making money from. Obviously I, I worded that wrong. It makes it seem like I just want money from these people, but you get what I'm saying. I'd, I'd yeah. rather be comfortable in life than know that people are watching me fail. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. all right we should wrap this okay. up i yeah. gotta get going <laughs> thank you so much for coming on man where can everyone go to check out all your stuff uh youtube is the boy uh boy stick you can search that up and i'll pop up black and white picture of me sitting there with a cigarette in my mouth um honestly lazy on honestly lazy podcast on instagram twitter is the boy stick channel and yeah, go check all those out. You can see. Oh, and my TikTok is Boy Stick Clips too. If you want to check that out, I post just reels and shit from there. But yeah, if you want to follow me on all those, that's where you can see up to date. Instagram is where you know where you'll see my new videos right when they're released. Awesome. Yeah, and links will be in the description. Go check out DeadJustProductions.live. Links to all of our stuff on there. We have social media stuff or any sort of content creation help you need marketing help whatever let me know i can reach out get in touch with you guys you can send me an email directly on there it comes directly through to me happy to work yeah. with people do like some consultative calls or whatever you guys need to get things started totally free so check it out thank you guys for listening thank you so much for, for being here really appreciate it had a fun time chatting yeah it was awesome buddy awesome thank you guys for listening we'll see you next time peace <laughs>